how do I find a new job? How can I make a career change? And the biggest question of all, can I really find a career that I love? Hey, my name is Jen Smith, and I believe career success doesn't have to be at the expense of living a radiantly happy and healthy lifestyle. As a former HR leader and recruiter turned career coach, I get what companies are looking for when hiring top talent. What that means for you is an unmatched combination of insider knowledge and the best kept secrets about making heart-based career changes and navigating the ups and downs of job searching in today's world of work. Whether you're a recent graduate navigating the job market for the first time or a seasoned professional ready for a career change, this show is for you. So grab your coffee or your kombucha, pull up a seat and get ready to be challenged and inspired to move beyond your self-doubt and take the right next steps towards landing a career you love. Because you deserve a long, radiantly happy and healthy career. This is the Flourish Careers Podcast. Hello and welcome back. I'm Jen Smith, your host, and today on the Flourish Careers podcast, we're discussing one of my favorite topics, change and how to make it happen. So our discussion will begin by exploring the importance of perspective, which serves as the foundation for any change. Then we'll dig into three strategies that can help you maintain a positive perspective during times of change. One of my personal favorites is the concept of divine winks or serendipitous moments that seem like coincidences. Finally, we will wrap up with some tips on how to pay better attention to the world around you and notice the serendipity that's happening all the time. This is one of my most favorite topics, so let's get started. First and foremost, my friends, change is hard. It means that there will be uncertainty, and uncertainty means that there will be discomfort. And yes, there will be discomfort in doing something different, although I truly believe that change isn't as hard as we sometimes make it out to be. So as a career change coach, I have helped countless beloved clients navigate massive change. And one that comes to mind recently is Shannon, who had a ton of change all at once, moved to a new city, changed roles and the industry that they were working in. That's a lot all at once. But I've also seen other people struggle. So they fight against something that they perceive is too hard and it keeps them in this hopelessness, in this stuckness. Surprisingly, most of the time, the difference doesn't lie in their external circumstances. So when you think about it, massive change is massive change, no matter what your starting situation is or what your end goals are. The one who makes it happen knows the secret. And the secret is that change begins in your mind. Your perspective is framed based on attitudes, beliefs, and thoughts that have shaped your world. Your perspective can be influenced by all kinds of factors, culture, your upbringing, your career experiences, your education, 
your family, your friends, all of these things are going to shape your perspective and who you are. A fixed perspective is one where someone believes that their abilities and traits cannot be changed. While a growth perspective, or what I like to call a learning mindset, is one where somebody believes that their abilities and their traits can be developed and improved through knowledge, through learning, through effort, and through wisdom. So the people who struggle with this think things like, oh, I waited too long. I should have started this years ago. Or, oh my goodness, I'm going to be stuck in this job until retirement. Who even knows if retirement's a thing anymore? Other people think, I just don't have any other skills. Or it's too competitive for me to ever get that dream job. So it's those who become a master of their mindset They can move beyond some of those struggles and visualize and create their new futures. So these folks are the ones who slow down and become aware of the hidden synchronistic beauty that exists in all of our lives. So a real career change is totally within your reach. You just have to be open to what is out there and what's available to you. And there's a phrase that I heard a few years ago that I found so inspiring and it's called finding the flowers. So opening your mind and finding the flowers will help you change your perspective. But what does it mean to find the flowers? Quite literally and metaphorically, Flowers are things that have an immediate impact on people's happiness. So I love this study. I'm going to add it to the show notes. But there is a team of researchers at Rutgers University who explored the link between flowers and overall satisfaction. And they found that flowers are a natural mood booster. This is one of the reasons that I love giving people flowers They just make every situation better. So in this study, they found that the mere presence of flowers triggered happy emotions in the study's participants. It heightened feelings of overall satisfaction. It affected their behaviors in a positive way. And it had long-term positive effects on their mood. So as a career change coach, I guide my beloveds to a change that's automatically or ultimately going to help them lead happy and flourishing lives. To get there, we have to develop a strategy and we have to take action, but it all begins with perspective. So let's talk through three ways to find the flowers. Number one is to be present in the moment. So there's another study on distractions that was performed by Harvard psychologists, and they found that 47% of the time, people are not in the present moment. Let me say that again. 47% of the time, people aren't in the present moment. We're mentally checked out nearly half the time. We function on autopilot, we daydream, we doom scroll our phones, all of these things the researchers call distractions. Mindfulness is a practice and it's the practice of removing distractions and purposely bringing our attention 
back to our experiences in the present moment. And we do this with curiosity and without judgment. Now, I know for all of us busy professionals, being present and in the moment can be really challenging. There are so many things that need to be done, and it takes practice. No matter how tough it seems, practicing the benefits of being present can help us, especially if we're in a season of exhaustion or burnout. There's another study. It's basically a review of 23 different studies that examines presence or mindfulness and how it affects employees and how it affects burnout. And it found that mindfulness, there's a science behind mindfulness that it reduces depression, it reduces anxiety, it reduces emotional exhaustion, and it can really reduce all of that stress that that comes on day-to-day in your job. And for those that are feeling burned out, mindfulness also increases self-compassion, increases relaxation, increases sleep quality, and feelings of personal accomplishment. All of that is going to hugely affect your life in a positive way, and especially if you're working through a heart-based career change. I just love that nowadays there is so much science backing up mindfulness. Thrive Global comes to mind. They're such a great organization going into other organizations, sharing the science and teaching leaders how to be mindful and how to bring that into the workplace, which is such a huge step in the right direction. Another way to find the flowers is to experience awe. So recently, I listened to a podcast. It's called On Being. I highly recommend. There's over a thousand episodes. It's really good. And there was a topic about the science of awe. And they really went into explain how all of these experiences that at one point were quote unquote spiritual are now being studied and proven by science. So Dr. Keltner is a professor of psychology at Berkeley, and he was on the show. He was there to talk about his new book. It's called Awe, The Science of Everyday Wonder and How It Can Transform Your Life. And he asked people around the world what inspired awe in them. He was surprised by what he found, and I think you will be surprised by what he found as well. So it wasn't these popular bucket list vacations or trips around the world or, you know, people's athletic superpowers. It wasn't anything like that. Instead, it was ordinary people doing amazing things. So the research found that the most common source of awe is people. And then they talk about, like, think about the things that choke you up and bring you to tears. Are they stories of simple kindness or courage in hard situations? So this makes me think of like the two minutes at the end of the nightly news where they share a story of courage or a random act of kindness that sparked momentum in a community. It always brings me to tears. In the study, some people talked about nature or a special conversation they had with a loved one. So I don't know about you. Have you ever tried going out on a walk and looking for things that amaze you? 
If you and I are connected on Instagram, you know how magical I think the sunrise is. I am out there taking pictures of the sunrise all the time. I especially love when the sky has some clouds in it and the sun's coming up and you get these shades of like light blue and purple and pink and it looks like cotton candy and it's so beautiful. According to Keltner, awe is everywhere. The flowers blooming, the sunrise, the cotton candy sky, the connections of people, even unusual patterns of light you might see on the sidewalk. Wherever you find awe, he suggests surrounding yourself with it. And if you're looking to create heart-based career intentions and move toward a more fulfilling career, it's a good idea to start with awe. So find it and see how it starts to shift your perspective. Keltner also explained, when we find awe in the moment, we suddenly feel like we're part of an integrated community. We do things that are good for the community. We build public art spaces and gardens, or we bring together people for game nights to have fun. However you find it and whatever you do with it, we need more of it. So after experiencing awe, you might become a source of awe in others. And the Lord knows we all need more of this goodness in the world. So far, we talked about being present in the moment, experiencing awe. And the third way to find the flowers is my favorite. It's all about noticing divine winks. So synchronicity is a word coined by Swiss psychologist Carl Jung, and he believed that many occurrences labeled as coincidences are not actually due to chance. Instead, he believed that these occurrences are directly related to the person's mind and that they serve to provide powerful insights, direction, and guidance. Jung called these mysterious moments synchronicity, but I like to call them divine winks. So have you ever experienced a moment of awe with a coincidence? Perhaps numbers or symbols have reoccurred throughout a particular season of your career or your life. I like to look up animal meanings when I come in contact with some type of animal that crosses my path. And I'm not just talking about the superstitions of a black cat. I recently, I'll share this quick story, I recently walked into my neighborhood in the early morning and I saw a deer. Now, I live in the city. It's kind of a residential part of the city, but it is not normal to see a deer. It was a beautiful deer. He was grazing some of the grass. He was walking along, paused. We looked at each other and then both continued on our way. Interestingly enough, at the time, I was listening to a podcast about intuition. And when I did a little research, crossing paths with a deer is a sign of being connected to your spirit and your intuition. So one of the things I've been wanting to lean more into within my career change community is teaching people about intuition. So I took this as a sign to lean into that a little bit more and continue learning about intuition and being able to share that with others. Another example of this is being in the exact right place at the exact right time. So I recently listened to a story that explained um, the, the success of a musician. 
So imagine a struggling musician playing in small venues for years, and they're trying to break into the music industry. One day, they went from their usual routine and went across town to a different coffee shop in the morning. While they were there, they started a conversation with someone who turned out to be a music producer And not just a regular music producer, but a music producer who was looking for new talent. This chance encounter ended up launching the musician's career and they became a successful recording artist. So in this case, being in the right place at the right time, meeting the music producer in the coffee shop all the way on the other side of town was a turning point in this musician's career. Another example you probably have encountered is maybe you've thought about a friend or a former colleague that you haven't spoken to in a while, and then all of a sudden you get a text or a phone call from them. It's like they magically appeared as if they were summoned by your subconscious. I love when things like that happen. Another quick story that comes to mind here is when I was first starting to think about my business, All the experts out there say that if you are starting a business as a solopreneur or a coach, you should use your name as your business name. And I will tell you, my friends, I struggled with this. Jen Smith is one of the most generic names out there. And I did not want to name my business with my generic name. But I was also trying to take into consideration what the experts were telling me. I also knew that I wanted some type of element of gardening and flourish and flowers within my business. So one morning, I decided to look up domain names and I said, let me just look for Flourish Careers and see if it's available. Sure enough, it was available. So I grabbed the domain name. Then later on that day, I went to the bookstore And you know, when you're checking out at the bookstore, how they have all kinds of products there for you to add on to your sale. And I was looking at things and I saw this dish. It's kind of like a tray, I guess, like a small tray. It was beautiful. It had this floral design all over it. And lo and behold, across the bottom of the tray, the words flourish in big white letters. The second I saw that, I scooped it up added it to my sale, and took it as a divine wink that I was on the right path. So I love to point out divine winks. My friends and I will text each other when they happen. It's just so much fun. They're signs and affirmations that you're on the right path to your new destination. And there is research and science behind this too. So there's a psychiatrist, Bernard Beitman, who's a professor at the University of Virginia. And he actually is a coincidence researcher, which is so cool. And basically the way that he describes these coincidences or divine winks is that they're indicators of an invisible energy network that connects everyone and everything. And I just love thinking about that. It's beyond what our eyes can see, but there's an invisible energy network that's out there connecting everyone and everything. So do you notice divine winks? Or do you feel like you're missing out on this super fun serendipity? You're likely getting them as much as the next person, 
but maybe you just need to pay attention a little bit more. So here's a couple ways to pay attention. First, be open-minded. So you want to stay receptive about the possibility of receiving a divine wink as you go through your day-to-day. So you sometimes have to look for them a little bit. Another way to pay attention is to talk to other people. So people often discover coincidences when they're talking to somebody that they didn't really know previously. So another quick story, this is so much fun. It happened recently as I was starting to think about ways to grow this podcast. One of the ways to grow a podcast is to join others on their podcast. And as luck would have it, someone reached out to invite me to be on their show. And we met just for like a 15-minute get acquainted conversation. And during this conversation, we found out that we both started our careers in a tiny town in upstate New York. So both of us relocated to start our post-graduation careers in a tiny town in upstate New York. It was such a fun coincidence. So of course, I took that as a divine wink that I'm on the right path and the timing is right to begin to expand this show. Another way is to stay present. So you wanna pay attention to the present moment and your surroundings. So maybe there's a message on a license plate or a song that comes on the radio that might have a meaning that you need to hear in that moment. And then lastly, write it down. I love to keep a log of divine winks as they happen. And it's so good to flip through on days that I need affirmation. I'm on the right path. And this is also true. The more you notice divine winks, the more likely they will happen. So far, we've talked through the fact that change begins in your mind and to maintain a learning mindset, it takes work and practice, but consistently finding the flowers will help you. And you can do this by being present in the moment, experiencing awe, and noticing divine winks. If you're still feeling unsure and lacking confidence about making a change, Here's another tip on what to do next. Think about this. Change begins in your mind, but it only happens with follow-through. And sometimes that's where things get messy. We think we lack confidence to take action and career change requires action. Luckily, action does not require confidence at all. It, It requires courage. And by definition, Courage is doing something even if you're scared or feeling less confident. But guess what? Confidence is not something you get overnight. It's a result from action. So if you want to achieve a career change, start by taking tiny, courageous action. I have an entire episode dedicated to this. I'll add it to the show notes. And don't forget to look around. Divine winks will appear and they're letting you know you're on the right path. And with that, your confidence will surely blossom. The bottom line is successful career change stories often involve an element of serendipity, but it's not entirely out of your control. There are multiple ways to increase serendipity throughout your career. So you can shift your perspective, view significant change as opportunities to learn, notice and trust that the universe has your back. That's a wrap for this week, my friends. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please consider recommending it to a friend. 
Thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you next time.